Welcome to Podcast Reviews Reviews Podcast, the podcast that reviews the reviews of its podcast. Um, it's episode 99. We are almost at episode 100. Just two episodes to go. Wait, just hold on a second. Two episodes. Next episode is episode 100. So that would be one episode to go? One no, episode nine, to go. Nine episode one. But okay, 98 was three. Wait, hold on. 91 to 100 is 10. 1, 2, 3, 5, 10. No, 91 to 100 is 9. That's 9? That's 9. Oh, I've been counting down wrong this whole time. <laughs> well, okay. the important thing is how you get there, not the anticipation of getting there, right? Yeah. Okay, you're right. Oh, wow. Okay, so, okay, we have, wow, one more episode to go. It's episode 100. This is crazy. Um, uh, anyway, you might have heard we have a guest on today. So, uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce Gabrielle Urba- Urbina. I'm so sorry. Oh, Welcome. that's quite all right. That's quite all right. I just snuck into your studio with no advance warning. You've had very little time to prepare for this, so that's quite all right. Okay, well, thank you for being so understanding. Um, yeah, are there, in- is, there, is there any good stuff to ransack while I'm here? No, actually, there's like, there's a couple burned clothes. There's a couple, um, like, old bowls of, uh, like, I guess they're kind of ramen, but at this point, it's mostly just frozen peas. Um, mm. I don't know if that, if, some styrofoam, if you want empty styrofoam. Well, I'll tell you what, let's start talking, and I'll just kind of, like, go through your stuff as we talk. Maybe I'll that find would- something. Okay, thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate you c- coming over and, and taking a look in. Hopefully, hopefully you'll like what you see and, and we'll buy some of it. So um, before we get too deep into why you're here and everything, uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so right now, me and my two producing partners, we are actually raising funds to make our fourth audio fiction series, uh, wow. which, God, when I say it like that, it makes us sound like absolute dinosaurs. But no, but we're producing or we're beginning to produce a new series. It's called Unseen. It is a modern day fantasy contemporary series. So kind of a like urban fantasy adventures in an unseen magical world sort of a thing. Okay. Um, And right now we are running a Kickstarter campaign in order to raise the funds to finish making the series. Oh, great. Um, So if anybody wants to know more about that, if anybody wants to help us make um, a really, really fun, new, kind of different modern fantasy show, something to bring a little bit of magic into 2020, a year that really, really needs it, uh, head on over to unseen.show and you'll be able to learn a little bit more about the show, maybe see if you want to help us out. Wonderful. Yeah, I'll put a link down there. Uh, Unseen, that sounds fun. It's nice because a podcast is always unseen, so it's very fitting for the medium. Well, and we've always sort of been, like, you know, I always joke that we are the three producers that at some point in our first series, Wolf 359, kind of looked at each other and went, how about doing an episode where none of the characters can talk or make any sound? An episode where they have to stay totally quiet. And then we all kind of went, that sounds like a great idea. Let's do it. And nobody stopped us. And we've kind of just kept doing that or things as inane as that for the rest of our career. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, no one really stops me either. And I feel like it's really nice to have that kind of freedom and flexibility. I Um, keep waiting for the day that like the podcast police are gonna like crash through my door and kind of go like, there you are. We've been looking for you for so long. Yeah, I might have to go on the lam. Um, I'm already kind of off the grid right now a little bit, but uh, I'd have to get get even further off. In fact, uh, I don't even know where I would go if they they came coming. So I hope that that never happens to me or you or anyone (laughs) involved, so. Um, as you might have mentioned, uh, uh, Gabrielle is actually the creator of at least three other podcasts, if not a, a soon to be fourth, and uh, including Zero Hours, Time mm-hmm. Bombs, and Wolf 359, which is Still lauded. For all my fault. 
Those are your faults. Well, I've, I've heard those are basically uh, the gold standard of audio drama podcasts. So uh, I don't know if fault is the right word, potentially, <laughs> but uh, I thought I'd bring you on and uh, do something that I learned about recently in a marketing episode I did called yeah. uh, mutual casturbation, they called it, which I guess Ooh. is when you do what your podcast does with somebody else on their or with their podcast or something. So okay. it's a little confusing, but it's real. It's marketing speak. I don't know that whole world. It's really over my head, but I'm just trying to follow the steps to market because episode 100 is coming up in t- one episode. So yeah, you need to do it justice. You need, need to, to kind of justice. get the right build up. Exactly. So I thought instead of reviewing my reviews, which I'm kind of getting antsy to do, it's been a long time. I would actually review the reviews of your podcast. Uh, and so I thought I'd review maybe at first I was like, okay, I'll review one review from each of your three podcasts. Okay. But then uh-huh. um, I thought, well, you know what would be fun to see uh, the global, because you're based in uh, uh, America, right? We're based out of Brooklyn, yes. Brooklyn, yeah. So I'm like, you want, you know, you probably, you get so many reviews. You have thousands of reviews across your show, from America at least. But Apple Podcasts is hard to see where the reviews are coming from all the time. Yeah, no. And they sometimes, depending on where you are, they will only show you some reviews. Yes. They kind of go like, we need to protect you from those foreign opinions. You're not ready for those, which I yes. hate. It's so confusing and, and, and annoying. So I actually have a service that sends me reviews from all the countries so I don't have to oh, deal that's great. with that. Yeah. But for you, I don't have your email on or your podcast on my email. So I had to manually kind of scrub through. And it for because it's so annoying, you have to manually plant the country codes of all the countries into Apple Podcasts to try to find the reviews for those countries. So I was going to like Belarus, Azerbaijan, and it's like, <laughs> take you know, it's taking forever. And weirdly, Apple only does 122 countries countries, even though there's like 190 countries. So why were like the other 70 countries leaving reviews? That's what I want to know. Yeah, right. So anyway, all this to say, I my computer time was getting limited. I was I kept keep, keep typing things. So I stuck with just Wolf 359 and we're going to do enough, reviews just from one podcast. But I thought we would still try to make it global. So today I brought in uh, at least three reviews. We could do more if you want, but I have at least three reviews on uh, Wolf 359 from across okay. the world. How does that Great. sound? That sounds like a place to start. Let's see how that treats us, and oh. we'll see how it goes. Okay, well, great. Let's uh, look at our first review. All right. Our first review is a five-star review from Russia. So one of your, the protagonist of your series is a Russian scientist. One of them, yes. One yes. of the original four characters on the show. Yes. So, so, so I thought uh, it would be great if we, uh, you know, did a review for the, uh, the nationality to see how the Russians feel about this Russian character. Have, <laughs> have you read any of these Russian reviews before? No, I am laughing because Dr. Hilbert, the character in question, I think is. Uh, takes the cake for our most divisive character. Oh, um, okay, interesting. No one has mild opinions on Dr. Hilbert. People either love Dr. Hilbert or they despise Dr. Hilbert with a fiery, burning passion. Even people that like really, really love the show, um, they like will either be all in on this character or no in on this character. Interesting. I wonder how Russians fall in that category. I am very curious myself. Here we go. This is a five-star review, uh, like I said, from Russia by uh, Tysanis. Tysanis, I guess. I don't know if that's a Russian name. Uh, I don't know if, you know. Okay. Getting better and scarier with each episode. That's good. That's good. We we, we shot for scarier. Better optional, but scarier, definitely. Yeah. Better is harder to gauge than scarier. So at least that's working out. 
Uh, my first impression was like, meh, quite American, easy, about cosmic <laughs> stuff, good entertainment for walking to workplace. But now, guys, it's really getting comprehensive. See, that's a shame because, like, good entertainment for walking to work, that was what we were shooting for. Like, that was the goal. Oh, so, well, then you nailed it. Yeah, but but we should have stopped. We should have just, like, you know, we should have just, like, stayed where we were. No, like, that was that was what we were trying to do. Uh, well, Ash, I just realized this. Your show's been over since the end of 2017. Um, and this review is yes. from February or October. I'm not sure how they do dates on Apple podcasts from other countries. So uh -huh. it's it's either it's no matter what it's before the show is over. So I wonder uh what they think about the show now. It's kind of funny right. to get right. reviews before the show is done and, and to have thoughts about that. And I think at this point we are now well past the point where the majority of downloads and listens are yeah. after the show has ended. Sort of the people that got to kind of Binge the complete DVD collection, as it were. Okay, interesting. Um, I don't know about reviews. I think that like a lot more of the reviews were while the show was in progress. Well, that's yeah. We'll talk about that at the end because I have some oh. thoughts about that. I've been because I spent probably a few hours just digging through your reviews, looking for stuff. Okay, uh, I am very curious about what insights we're gonna get. So, uh, so I have some insights. We'll get to that. That's the, that's the hook for the listeners to stay to the end. Um, Okay, well, that's the Russian review. We don't have to do too much. We'll just keep it simple. We'll just do one from every country. So okay, the, next, the next country I quick thought we fire. would do. Yeah, quick fire. You know, people people don't want to hear my voice for that long. So uh, <laughs> they, they probably want to hear your voice, but unfortunately, I'm the one talking right now. So uh, our next review is from France. It's a five-star review by H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-
They are all, all the main characters are named after famous uh, mathematicians or number oh. scientists. Okay, so, okay. But yes, but they, but she is named after the discoverer of those phenomenons. Oh, okay, great. Or yes. the theoretician. I forget sort of what is the correct name with Minkowski. Sure, sure. Okay, well, that makes sense. Um, I do have two reviews from Germany I couldn't choose between. Do you want the short one or the long one? Oh, let's do the long one. Okay, this is actually really good because this one actually doubles as a plug for the show because mm. it's so long. So if anyone is on the fence about Wolf 359, uh, check out this review right now <laughs> from Germany. How could you How could uh, you be on the fence? Like we've made it, you know, like it's got like Russian doctors and associations with France. What more do you, could you possibly need? That's exactly what I thought and why I had to have you on the show. So well, uh, there you go. Let's let's see what this, what Heb de Karadnij says, uh, a five-star review. One of the very best fiction podcasts. Oh, TLDR, Wolf 359 is an award-winning sci-fi podcast with a great plot, the most talented voice actors, gripping writing, relatable characters, amazing sound effects, and music, and you should start listening to it right now. And the long version of this review? Seven and a half light years away from Earth is the USS Hephaestus floats in space. A lazy pop culture crazy communications officer, a strict commander who knows Price and Carter's deep space survival procedure and protocol manual by heart, a sarcastic AI, and a mad scientist have to deal with all sorts of technical problems, secret plans, a plant monster, the empty man, the dear listeners, and all the problems Eiffel's mad plans caused. The plot is consistent and the episodes range from really creepy horror, the empty man, to incredibly funny episodes, fun zone. But there's always a lot of humor. The characters are unique, consistent, and amazingly lovable. The music by composer Alan Rohde is great too. And that's not just the theme song, but all the music in every episode. Every character's theme is amazing. The soundtrack is available on Bandcamp too, and song titles are just incredible. The voice acting is great, especially Zach Valenti's, and the voices are really easy to tell apart, even when later the cast is expanded to eight actors. The sound is always crystal clear, the sound effects are on point, and support the narrative in a way that expands the audio format. There's even an episode, Quiet Please, where silence is a major plot device, and it is one of the best episodes. And, if that's not enough, Wolf 359 has trigger warnings before each episode, no advertisements, special mini-episodes, special two-hour-long episodes, LGBTQ plus characters, no romantic relationships, but relationships that are even more touching, and strong female characters. And, if that's not enough, enough reason for you to start listening right now, the show ended in December 2017, so you can binge listen all 61 episodes of it. The first episode is understandably not on the same level as the later episodes, but just listen to it, and I promise you, you'll be hooked at the latest at episode nine. My God, I need to go to Germany to meet my new head of marketing. That was phenomenal. Yeah, I think and that's you know, a and, and I'm I'm the kind of person that is always a little bit. Um, I tend to be self-deprecating about my own work. And so whenever sure. people are sort of going, you know, oh, the scripts, I always sort of like flashback to like all the things about it that I wish we could have had another try with. Whenever they sort yeah. of talk about the sound effects, I flash back to the moments that I never could quite get exactly the way that I wanted to. I'm always thrilled when people talk about the cast and about our composer, Alan Rohde, because I got to work with absolute geniuses on that show. Um, and I am 
completely without humility about the people that I got to work with. They were the best voice acting cast in podcasting and the best composer in podcasting, in my opinion. And I was so, so thrilled to be able to work with them. Uh, and I'm so thrilled to be able to like hear them singled out in this review and talked about so effusively and with so much candor. That's lovely. Yeah. This is the benefit of having a reviews-based podcast. You can get a lot of feedback constantly, and it's really self-affirming. If anything, it's like the only thing left that I have in my life that is so self-affirming. So uh, I would recommend, you know, getting some reviews sent to you all the time. Yeah, right. So that's our final review. Uh, that's the show, generally, what it's like. Is that uh, Was that new for you to hear foreign reviews, or did you are you used to... Uh, Reading that kind of stuff. You know, there was a point when there was a there was a point uh, when we were making Wolf 359 when I was making as much of an effort as possible to read all of the reviews that came through, um, and including I think like going out of our way to sort of be like, can we actually get the reviews from? England? Can we get the reviews from Europe? Can we get the reviews from uh, places in Asia, places in South America? You know, I'm um, I'm originally from Costa Rica. I immigrated to the United States. Um, and for a while, I remember sort of being like, man, it's so depressing that we don't have a single review from Costa Rica. And then it was like, oh, no, Apple hides them. Apple kind of goes like, no, 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 you don't need to look at those. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what? It's really dark. I've, I've had a lot of problems with Apple in the past because my podcast, Podcast Reviews, Reviews Podcast, has four words in it. Two of them are the same. And both of those words don't show up in search results. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. Been a, it's been a real journey trying to navigate the Apple waters. And they're just very shady about the whole thing. So, yeah. So for, I think, like the first two years of the show, we were trying to read every review and sort of, mm -hmm. you know, like be punctual and like see what people like, see what people were responding to. Right. When there was something that people didn't enjoy, kind of, you know, put that in the file for, okay, we want to have that present in our conversations as we kind of navigate the show into what it could be. Um, eventually, it got to be just too much too quickly. And it sort yeah. of became sort of one of these like, this is now... A job onto itself that none yeah. of us quite have the time to do yeah um which was a blessing and a curse like a blessing because it does mean that so many people are engaging with the show yeah but it was also just kind of like a curse in terms of this like well the feedback loop is now too big to kind of properly close in on itself um and you know we still kind of like glanced as much as we could through things we still got a lot of feedback through twitter and through the various other social media channels but it wasn't quite that same feeling of like, oh, I'm really plugged in the way that it was the first two seasons that we were making the show. Yeah. Do you remember what the turning point was? Like, was it a number of reviews? Was it like, a, you know, so, it uh, what? was I don't it was not a specific number of reviews, but it was around the time that, um, you know, we sort of split our second and third seasons into kind of like two halves. And we sort of did, you know, like we would launch around Valentine's Day run until the start of summer, usually take summer off, and then come back in September. Um, it was in that point, uh, in that break in the middle of our third season, when it was all of a sudden, okay, this got to be a little too much. And I remember oh, okay. we got a big spike in listenership at that point. Um, we and, and really, I think that part of it was that that was the point at which we started to do things like 
um, number one, a bigger cast. Our cast kind of doubled in size, which kind of meant that as producers and showrunners, we had sort of a lot more work to do just making the show. Um, yeah. And we started to do the Patreon that the show did for two years. And kind of at that point, we sort of needed to manage that. We needed to produce rewards for it. We needed to kind of be engaging with that community. And again, sort of, you know, it was a tremendous blessing. And we got to right, make right. the show as big and as crazy as it was and to try to pay the people that helped to make it at least a fraction of what they deserve to have been paid for the amazing work that they did. Mm-hmm. But it kind of went from we're paying attention and really casting this wide net to all the feedback to we're now really, really kind of specifically plugged in and catering to this group of people. Yeah, I, the reason I'm asking mostly is because, you know, I haven't hit the threshold yet where the reviews are so overwhelming. And I'm wondering, you know, uh, like, well, basically what I found, here's the reveal for the listeners who are on hold the whole time. I, when I was going through your reviews, you're still getting reviews. The show ended over two years ago. Two it'll be years three ago. years. It'll be three years on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're still getting reviews consistently. So what is your secret to getting so many reviews so often? <laughs> um, God, I wish that we could. I wish that I actually had a secret. Um, because all of our subsequent shows have all done very respectable, very respectably, but um, none have quite been the like tremendous success that Wolf 359 was mm-hmm. in terms of kind of that level of audience engagement. Um, and um, I think that, so one, one thing is that something that I have noticed a lot of people um, that do give Wolf 359 praise for is, and that I think makes it attractive to people, is that it is a finished work okay. that is long form and has kind of like characters growing and evolving. Yeah. But it's also manageable. Uh, it's 61 episodes with a couple of like longer episode specials, some mini episodes, a live show. It's yeah. in the order of maybe kind of like once you put it all in the equivalent of 70 episodes, um, which is a f- good sized podcasting meal. Yeah. But it isn't some of these other shows that are like, well, you know, like that show ran for 15 seasons. And if you want to listen to all of it, it's going to be, you know, nine weeks of your life around the clock. Right, right. Um, Interesting. And, and I think that people do sort of uh, are attracted to this is going to be a long thing. It has an ending. It has an ending that, while not universally acclaimed, um, because it was, I think, impossible to do something that would please absolutely everyone, yeah. a lot of people did like. Uh, and I think that sort of people do respond to that, and people sort of want to kind of like give their opinion when they are able to sort of like go through something like that. So, yeah, I was always assuming my show would never end. But maybe at this point, I need to think about having a concrete ending to get more reviews. But then, but then I couldn't. Re- no, and the other thing that we did that I think um, is that I think was helpful was that uh, we sort of talked a little bit about shows that you listen and kind of go, "Oh, that was a lovely show, and I had a great time." Yeah, and then you kind of move on to your next thing. Yeah, and then there are shows that make you go to the internet because something happened and you heard something in one episode and you're like, kind of, wait, 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 hang on a second. What was that? Yeah. Let me, let me see. Did I actually hear that? What is the, uh, 
is, is, there might be a deeper meaning to this. Um, and Wolf 359, especially during its second and third seasons, was full of kind of little things like that. There's kind of a lot of mysteries. There's a lot of kind of strange things happening that are not fully explained yet. Um, it is kind okay. of a show that like uh, invites you to kind of go like, yeah, no, go ahead, hit up the wiki, see like what you can find there, see see if like another person noticed the same thing that you noticed. Um, so more mysteries. Yes, mystery, okay. mystery, good for engagement. Mystery okay. Mystery for engagement. That is my yeah. Tarzan-like pronouncement. I like it. Thank you, Tarzan. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, I mean, that's basically everything I, I saw was just you got a ton of reviews and you're still getting a ton of reviews. Obviously, a lot of clinic, critical acclaim, as we saw in Germany. And I know that you like to yes. pass, pass the buck to all your, your staff and crew. But obviously, you had a, a clear uh, component in that, that that drew people in. So I think yeah, you I was a little hanging, I was hanging around. I like yeah. they let me they let me hang out in the studio while they did it, which was nice of them. Well, uh, I, I mean, that's all I have for you. Thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything My else pleasure. you want to say? you know any advice you can give or anything you want to say to the listeners who might uh, you know want to hear anything from the be the best audio drama ever made oh i don't know about i i don't know about that wooden overcoats is out there and that is i buy my by my money the best audio drama ever made um wow so listen to wooden overcoats that's my first piece of advice you will laugh your ass off and you will learn a ton both about making shows and about just life and human beings and how they work um but no but specifically i'm sort of thinking about things for kind of podcast creators related yeah. to reviews or feedback yeah uh, oh you know what's a piece of advice that i think like really really helped me have you ever heard the thing about um feedback is like going out to a bar and drinking i haven't heard that what is that so someone, uh, and I think that I got this from the Children of Tendu podcast, which is a phenomenal writing advice show, kind of a little bit geared towards television, but full of invaluable advice. Um, and the two hosts of that, who are sort of these two grizzled veterans of many years of TV writing, kind of go like, um, you know, um, here's a piece of advice for anyone that is writing things that are going to get feedback, whether that's in terms of a note or in terms of a review or in terms of whatever. Imagine that you're out drinking at a bar um, and someone comes up to you and goes, hey, man, you're drunk. You need to go home. You can tell that person to go screw themselves and not care. Yeah. Second person comes up and sort of goes, hey, man, you're drunk. You need to go home. You can tell that person to go screw themselves. But when a third person comes up to you and is like, hey, you're drunk and you need to go home. You, my friend, are drunk and need to get your ass home. Um, okay. And I think that that is a really, really good perspective to have on sort of like reviews and feedback of just kind yeah. of, you know, like recognize that like, you know, everyone is going to have their own perspective and they're all going to find things in your show that they're going to respond to. And you sort of yeah. just need to kind of have a little bit of awareness of sometimes this feedback, whether it is good or bad, is going to be coming as much from what they got out of it than what you put into it. Um, okay. And don't feel the need to kind of take absolutely everything to heart. Oh. But when everyone shows up and kind of goes, you are drunk and you need to go home, go home. Well, uh, speaking of going home, maybe you should... Uh 
if nothing looks appealing, maybe you should uh, take your leave uh, so I can go back to working on episode 100. Yeah. Maybe incorporating some of these ideas that you've that you've instilled upon me. Yeah, no, all of them, um, you know. My, my, my pleasure to be over here talking. Yeah, I have to admit, not 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 a great place for ransacking, but okay. maybe we can do this again some other time. Um, yeah. Maybe once the new show is out, we can yeah. sort of do a repeat engagement and we can see if you get any new cool stuff by then. Absolutely, yeah. I've been trying to do the curbside, you know, the curb alerts a lot. So oh, if, yeah. You know, maybe, you know, in the colder weather or warmer weather, depending on when when you come back, it, it, it will have some new stuff. So Perfect, perfect. That all sounds great. great. Okay, well, thanks again, Gabrielle. We will see you next week. My pleasure. Thank you for having me.